everybody. Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power magazine. You are joining us for July of 1995. That's issue 74. We have Donkey Kong Land for Game Boy on the cover. I am your host, Ben. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. Hi. And John. From the Vagtastic Voyage. And joining us tonight, we have some guests for the season. I know, shocking, right? <laughs> uh, we have the Super Seas. Welcome. Oh, thank Thanks. you. How are you doing? <laughs> We're all great. Thank you very much. Um, I'm Rudy Chavez, and, and I'm Kimberly Chavez. That's and you the, were uh, husband and sea, wife, right? That's, that's husband and wife. Yes. That's where the seas comes from. I'm, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Right. There we go. Like so, it. super seas. Uh, what are your like? So you're a gaming couple uh, with your own. Like, what's the best way to find you if people want to look you up? Uh, we have a we have we also have a YouTube channel and we have a, a fan page. Okay. Now, is it like YouTube, like just search for Super C's speed runs or what's the best way to find you, do you think? Just put in Super C's. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were saying earlier, off before the interview, before this started, uh, you love doing speed runs and other aspects of like, what are your, what are your favorite things to do with, with, with the retro video games? Oh, we usually, we do speed runs together. We've also done um, video reviews as well. I think we did a couple. We haven't did that many yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we basically do speed runs and we do no death runs. So we do all we do uh, long plays. So and is this is this like a Twitch thing or is this like something where you'll practice for a really long time and like try to get a video of your best run? We basically we post our best run. Okay. Uh, we're we're going to be doing that too. We're going to be doing live runs as well. We did it a couple times, just doing yeah. live on you know the stream or something like that. And um, what's what are your what are your respective best uh, speed run games? ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ、ジャコ
What was it called again? That weird, that weird. It was a really weird game. <laughs> it wasn't a good game. Uh, we actually did a, a review on a really, really bad game, and we just sort of just played it for about thirty minutes and just cracked jokes. It was, and... it was like a, it looked, like, it looked like Minecraft. Right? I think it's called Summatory <laughs> Dreams. Summatory Dreams. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna be right at home here. <laughs> All right. So you guys mostly do um, co-op games, or do you kind of trade off on single-player games, or how does that how does that work? Well, we we well, do you want to say or want me to say? Um, we do um, mostly together. We do co-op games. Um, most probably one of the most popular. We're gonna be doing um, Mercs. We're going to buy the Mercs board, and we're going to do a world record in that together. Um, I want to make some trips to the Galloping Ghost Arcade and do world records there as well. Oh, wow. So yeah. that's you, you, that's funny. So you, your, your relationship is firmly built around, like, you, you love the co-op. You love to spend time working together on the games. You don't have the, like, you're not more, like, looking to split. Like, hey, you know, you're really good at, you know, the whatever games and i'm really good at these games you'd rather you'd rather work together on them oh yeah we, we're uh, we've found out that we're like a hell of a team when it comes to playing it's oh. not the easiest playing nice games together it's not <laughs> we got yeah because we got matter of fact uh we got in the beginning we got praised for uh when we did the we did a back-to-back we did a contra super contra the arcade and we got big praise over that at one time and as the as one of, one of the first uh, couples to do something like that, Deathless, yeah. and um, we we well she's she's been playing the NES games for for many years. I've been playing it too, and yeah, I don't know if you guys ever had that um that experience. If you had um your significant partner, which is could be your lady or in this case, right, um ever played like enjoyably, it's an it's like a um. It's an interesting experience when they <laughs> work with you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I cannot imagine that. My wife yeah, did you, does not have you ever, care have for you video ever... games at all. Yeah. yeah, it has its up and downs, though. You know, there are times where, you know, where <laughs> sometimes I'll mess up and I'll get blamed for it. Well, why didn't you do this? <laughs> That's okay. Well, you died this time. Well, you know, we, we always find a way to get around that. And mm-hmm. in the end, we, come, we come out strong. And it usually doesn't take us that long to grasp it. And yeah, and it's, since you played so many games with each other, you probably have a feel for when someone's frustrated and when to like kind of not push too hard. You know, sort of. I bet you have a good feel for yeah. each other's mentalities at this point. That's that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. My significant yeah. other is my right hand, so we play a lot of games together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> well, it was great to have the super C's on the show. Now let's talk about. Now we'll carry on the rest of the show. <laughs> Yeah. But, so uh, yeah, well, I wanted to bring out real quick um, that I'm working on a documentary where she's gonna be having her own, my wife, which is gonna be pretty big. Well, I'm hoping it'll be pretty big. That it's been how long? Three or three something years in the making, a little more than about that. Three years. About three years in the making. So expect to see that real soon. Oh, nice. nice. Keep an eye out. Thanks. Let us know, and we'll we'll post a link to it when uh, when you guys release it. So yeah, oh, be happy to. Awesome. Yeah, it's called it's called the uh, Video Warrior. It's, Video Warrior, okay. Yeah, it's just just to make it uh, for people who get a miscon, uh, how do you say, wrong idea of it. A lot of people think it might think it's like all all based about my uh, her, my wife, but mm-hmm. it's actually it's actually based around the the masses of gaming, you know. But it just has her sort of like a protagonist sort of a deal. That's say. cool. 
<laughs> just as long as it's not a bunch of like goofy guys with baseball bats and roller skates beating each other up in a bathroom. Then... <laughs> right. Yeah, Warriors... Well, I would watch that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Warrior is based on um, a pro gaming group I had when I was ten. I nice. used to get like a a group of friends together, and we used to like beat games quick. And I came up with the name Video Warrior. Yeah. And I had a profile of each each gamer <laughs> that uh, that beat games. So that's basically where the name came from. And how did you guys meet, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, my God, how I meet. And you know what? You won't believe it. We met like almost like almost like what like what happens in like in movies. You know, it's like a kind of like a romantic thing, I guess you could say. Like, Aww. yeah, like we got into the phone and we end up, uh, how do you say, sleeping and talking together. So, and you know what I mean? <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's crazy. And. And I will like quiz her, and she'll quiz me on video games. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thought was like, oh, you I'm... have, I, you are two peas in a pod. I am yeah. so glad you have found each other. That makes me like that warms the cuckles of my heart that the two people so well matched for each other have found each other. That's great. You know what you do if you do like a movie. You should have a dramatic, you know, reimagining of how you met, where you both have like the arcade machines, right? And like you both are going to put that quarter up on the machine at the same time, and your hands accidentally touch, and your <laughs> eyes meet, and <gasps> do 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 You know, the music goes off. It was love at first sight. <laughs> Sounds cute. Yeah, that was. Or you could have the funny answer like he teabagged me in Halo, and I just knew. <laughs> I just knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I actually traveled very, very far to, to meet her because I'm from California. She's from yeah. Florida. And okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, it was all planned and started out. And, oh, it, it, it was just, it was it, just crazy. It, it started, cool. We started out as uh, internet friends. I met, I actually friend requested him on Facebook. I didn't oh. know who he was, but I sort of, you know, we say, you know, maybe I friend request him, get to know him a little. And, um, Basically, upon that, he messaged me, and we started having. He has a little server where you yeah, can yeah. play classic arcade games. We had sessions, and we would play like Legendary Wings and Contra and stuff together online. And we've actually beat a couple games together online. Yeah, and then he's like, he thought I was married. You know, for some reason, he thought I was married. I was like, no, I'm single. So he was trying to be respectful, and then he found out that you were uh, eligible. Like, I hope your husband doesn't mind, and if we play games, that's like, I don't care. <laughs> well, that was his way of finding out. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was definitely crazy. a feeling. That was, that was, that was, that was <laughs> He was like, "Let me have your phone number." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After that, went, the gloves are off, huh? He went right for the power up at that point. So good, good <laughs> for you. Good oh. call, buddy. <laughs> I'll tell you guys something though. I'll admit I was a little nervous at going to Florida because I didn't know if it was gonna be some crazy guy. That'd be like the world's that'd be the world's longest catfish. That yeah. would have been like catfish. Yeah. Uh played video games with this chick for six months, fly to Florida, wake up the next morning in the hotel bathroom <laughs> with my kidney gone. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean it's well, still worth it. I'm glad that you're real and that both of you have found each other because that's just awesome. It's amazing. Oh, Very sweet. I mean, I, I think everybody should have a, a Let me tell you this. If, I don't know how it is like in traditional marriage, but like uh, I think everybody should have a, a gaming partner. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it has to be because if they don't, they won't understand your, let's say, vocabulary. Right. They don't understand your world. You know what I mean? It's like she, She's your player too. 
<laughs> or you're you're her player too. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we dig in on the issue at hand? Yeah. Sure thing. All right. So uh, we've got a uh, sort of haphazardly put together CGI of Donkey Kong swimming on the cover. Yeah, and he's it got hasn't... a he's got a dog turd on his head. <laughs> yeah, I got the swirl going on. Yeah, I just like I can't get over the sleeves. It's so weird. It's like creepy. Like, oh, yeah. I can't get past oh it. Oh my god! He's got like he's... bones coming out of his fur. Oh, he's like a really ugly dude in a gorilla suit. <laughs> but like and I, like, I got rapey, real gorillas. And, and, and rapey the fish is like coming in from behind, which is just all kinds of. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this fish thing. I, I don't know. I'm about to dig in your coral reef. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's too early in the issue for this shit. And what's with the like super long dildo banana in his hands? <laughs> oh my god. That thing is like that thing's that thing's a super C. That's a John Holmes special right there. Exactly. That's a, oh. You know what look at it? The, the banana looks crookedly proportionate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? It doesn't even look like it's it's correctly done. Yeah, uh, those are the best kind of bananas, the really long yeah. ones. Turtle <laughs> <laughs> uh, behind him? What is that? The green thing? That's the fish. Yeah, some fish, and then there's like a weird fish eye on the floor of the ocean, just like looking up at the banana, being like, "Holy yeah. fuck!" Oh, that's the shark. That's the shark. Yeah. I couldn't tell if that was just like clip art that they just shoved onto the cover, or was actually part of the Donkey Kong Land image here. I thought it was like a stonefish, like those things that are like <laughs> they're really flat and they just sit on the bottom. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not a okay, like it's not a terrible Donkey Kong, but like as you look at the individual elements of what's going on here, like none of it is really well done. <laughs> it's, like it's easily identifiable as Donkey Kong, but like. As you stare at it more, it's like one of those images where just like a whole bunch of little things are really off. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like the fact the that sleeves. The sleeves bother me the most. It's like, are you wearing, is this a gorilla wearing a gorilla suit? Or is this like fur detachable? He can just, he's nude under his fur or something? His, his knuckles are weirdly 3D rendered. It's just all kinds of oddness yeah. going on here. He, he looks like he's constipated. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think some of it's coming out behind him. Whatever that tan thing is, it's floating out behind. What is <laughs> that? His is that his foot? foot? I thought that was his foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, let's yeah. move on in. So we've seen this advertisement before. It's mutton uh, chop. Yeah, it's the guy with the odd portion of a mutton chop down by his cheekbone. The, the Holstein mutton chop. I <laughs> <laughs> can't get past those guys. Why do they keep printing this stupid ad? I don't understand it. I think they feel like uh, they overpaid, so they got to get their money out of it. I mean, uh, everything on the everything on this page that is the one thing that every, the eye is drawn to is like, what the hell is that on that guy's face? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the anarchy symbols all over the place because you know they want to be like that hip, edgy gamer magazine. Mm. Edgy, so yeah. All right, table of contents is next. We have another trippy background. It makes it impossible to read the text on top of it. Uh, we've got uh, the Donkey Kong land, as as mentioned, again with the sleeves. 
you've got a Nautilus shell, it looks like, a creepy yeah. Nautilus shell thing. Uh, clam with a tongue. Mm-hmm. It licks itself. It's a licking clam. It's it, Yeah, the joke writes <laughs> itself. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see in Soviet dig in. Russia, clam eats you. <laughs> uh, we're gonna dig on RPGs in Japan. Oh boy, uh, we have a report from E3, and then we have full coverage coming up on Dotcom Land, as mentioned. Judge Dread, Nosferatu, Jungle Strike, Animaniacs, and then we have Take Two reviews on Power Instinct, SWAT Cats, Power Rangers the Movie, World Two, World Heroes Two, Jet, and more. Yep. So moving on into the players' polls. This is the mailbag section. Who wants to read the first letter? What does it say? It says, in volume 71, we ask what you thought would happen to Super NES once the Ultra 64 comes out. Check out the special report on E3 this issue, and you'll see a lot of great games coming out for the Super NES, including Killer Instinct next month. Here's a sample of what our readers thought. So they gave you a primer here. Got it. Uh, would one of the Chavez's like to start us off? We'll see, we'll see again. <laughs> So on page six, uh, you want to read the first letter from Chris Mack? I don't even I don't even know if I did this right. It says okay, I have the um, load files, next files. All right, <laughs> scroll the wheel on your mouse and it'll flip the page. Okay, because I I put next next uh, load next uh, files, but it sent me to something else. It's all one. Mm-hmm. Fi- you're reading one file, so you don't want to go to the next one. <sighs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> Well, it says, okay, see, that ain't it, is it? Yeah, you just scroll your wheel on the mouse. Well, oh, I got you, I got you, let's see. Now they're going to be reading with us instead of... <laughs> Glad we figured that out now before we're like halfway through the issue. I, I made sure they could open the file. I forgot to make sure that they could return the next page. The guy that could be tossed up in the air. What? What's that? There was a guy being tossed up in the air. Do I oh, yeah, 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 so keep going. We're, we're on page six. If you hit control and scroll out a bit, it'll make it not so zoomed in. Oh, six. Okay, I'll start us off while we need for... Sorry? Yeah, player's pulse. That's where we're at. We're at the first letter from Chris Mack from Island Lake, Illinois. Okay, so what did you What did you guys want me to do? Do you want to read it? Uh, all right. Um, yeah, let me see. Can you guys hear me? Because I'll see... Okay, it says uh, in volume seventy one we asked what you thought. Yeah, we read that part. Oh, sorry, we're oh. at the first. We're at the first letter. We're good. We're good. Uh, it says uh, again. I think the Super NES will continue to be productive long after the Ultra sixty four makes it. Just look at how long the original Nintendo held out after introduction of the cursed Sega Genesis. I estimate anywhere between one half to three years of unchanged sales before the Ultrasis Tour really makes an impact. Wow, okay. <laughs> That's optimistic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, that, I don't think, I mean, it definitely hung around for a while, but definitely the 64 took over pretty quickly. Can I, I remember at least. Can I ask a question? The, the city name, Island Lake. How can you be an island and a lake? <laughs> <laughs> this makes no sense at all. The islands in the and lake. Yes. Also, how can a lake be a town name? <laughs> I don't know. All of this makes no sense to me. There are a bunch. There, there are a bunch of fish living it's the, there. It's the American Venice. 
<laughs> so, All right, Ben, okay. you want to you want to crack the next one? Sure, I'll take Barry Gibb Pritchard from Dover, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> it says uh, the first year or so, the NES was still very popular until everyone got a Super NES or got a chance to play one. I still think the Super NES will be popular, but in a few years, I think it will end up like the NES. Pitched away and only played now and then. So how much do I have to pay you to take your next uh, vacation in Dover so I could say bend over? <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, you pay for you pay for the flight and the hotel room and I'll do it. I'll show up. That's the problem. All right. Uh, Mike, you want the next one? Okay, we got Brett Matulis from Wokesville, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Okay, says the new 64 sounds pretty neat. You asked what's going to happen to my SNES? Well, it's staying right where it is. I'm worried what's going to happen with your... I'm worried what is going to happen to your magazine. Right when SNES came out, I couldn't afford it. Afford with a T. Afford. I couldn't afford it. And when it took over Nintendo Power, it got boring hearing about those new games and getting no information on the regular NES. But as long as you keep putting in lots of info about the Super NES, I'll be pleased. <laughs> All right. And the next the next letter from Justin Ferguson from Indianapolis, Indiana, writes in Super NES, dead, not. There's plenty of spunkiness left in the good old Super. No siree. I'll be playing it loud into the 21st century. <laughs> When the day comes, I don't play it anymore. I'll have frozen along with I'll have it frozen along with me in, cry, in a cryogenic capsule with my favorite games and sent into space. Hopefully, one day data from Star Trek: The Next Generation might find me <laughs> drifting in space and unthaw me along with my 60-bit companion and my stash of favorite games. Assuming Doctor Crusher can fix me and the Replicator can make me a TV set, I'll be playing it loud in the 26th century. <laughs> Holy crap. I like the idea that he's going to get cryogenically frozen by some process that's also going to propel him into space. He's not going to be in a facility. They're just going to freeze him and then just throw him out into space and be like, we're fucking done with you. It's pretty clear this was tongue-in-cheek. Yes. I like it. Uh, That's good. All right, I'll finish with the last one here from Kellen Cummings from Farmington Hills, Michigan says, do not destroy the SNES until the princess joins a gardening club. Samus goes to a nursing home and Mario and Luigi's idea of a little action is playing croquet. Long live Super Nintendo. <laughs> so I guess this guy, this guy's version of a Super Nintendo retirement is like the, uh, the first 20 minutes of Cocoon. It's an old folks movie. Okay. Envelope art. Oh man, cocoon. That takes me cocoon. back. Alright. Such a creepy movie. They're like sleeping in pods under a pool. Yeah. I mean, We're going to be s- young forever. I'd rather sleep with old people. Then <laughs> <laughs> we got some spectacular envelope Good news. Art. Kevin Spacey's available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, you're going to think, have to, you're, you're gonna have to get a 20 old. year old. You're going oh, to have yeah, to get a 20 sure. year old in that cocoon. I feel like I'm 14 again. Now you're talking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So we have an awesome envelope art uh, selection here. We've got Joker 
uh, with the rest of like a, a like a lineup Orange of Gallery. Batman villains. Yeah. Yep. Then and, Final uh, Fantasy Final... three, all the characters up on there looking fantastic. And then something that looks like it was taken out of like uh, one of Jim Davis's rejected comics. No, that's a game. I forget what game that is. Though. Reminds me of like Eek the Cat. <laughs> yeah. It's like a purpley thing, like octopus type thing. But his arms look like little golf clubs sticking out of the back of it. And he's aiming like yeah. a Mega Man type cannon of one of his arms at a uh, slug. I forget what game that is from. That's from an actual game. With I just I... forget which game. Oh, Clay this looks like Clay Fighter? Yeah. Yeah, I think that is. It's Clay Fighter. Because I recognize the guy on the left as yeah, like it is. goo or whatever. And then we have uh, Mega Man as well as... Zero. Okay. And who so, No, that's not... That, that is not Zero, is it? That's Breakman. Proto Man. Hmm. Yes, I'm right. You're wrong. I thought he was zero. Zero? <laughs> oh, Ooh, guess taking oh you're going to challenge me, huh? <laughs> well, you're throwing the hammer down about the my Gauntlet Mega Man. Gauntlet has knowledge. been thrown. <laughs> zero shows his face, thank you very much, and that would be hair flying out the back. Proto Man wears sunglasses, and that is a yellow scarf coming off his neck. <laughs> totally different. Smackdown given. Yeah. <laughs> and number four yeah. is nerd. Uh, number four is uh, Glacius from Killer Instinct. Uh, it's a pretty good one, actually. All right, who wants to read for, uh, the Funky Kong voice? Well brought up. Funky Kong, all right. Okay, dude. I just read what Cranky wrote in Nintendo Power, Volume 71. I don't know what that geezer... That geezer doesn't know what he's talking about, man. I think Donkey Kong Country's far out. The graphics are great. You made the game so enjoyable. I think you should, like, put me in the next game if you want to make a sequel. I got some killer moves to bash those Kremlings. I bet the next thing Crank would say is the new layout of the magazine is too much. It can make him have a heart attack, but I think it's totally awesome! I think it's a missed opportunity they didn't put Cranky and, uh... Funky in a game uh, totally together. That was totally like Spicoli meets Otto from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> they, they responded with a hint of '87 Michelangelo. <laughs> I, I got some Keanu Reeves out of it personally. <laughs> I Whoa. was doing Ted. There you go. See, I got it. They responded and said, it "Looks like every gorilla has an opinion on Donkey Kong Country, and that's no monkey shines." But we're still waiting to hear from Candy Kong. Hello, out there, Candy. Drop us a line. <laughs> she's got some. She's got some too many bananas in her mouth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who wants to tell us about uh, Sean McBride, who won the Killer Instinct uh, uh, arcade cabinet? I'll do it. Whatever. Play it loud is the motto of Sean McBride of Cleveland, Oklahoma. Not Ohio. Oh, my bad. I don't know. It says it says okay, but I I don't. Is there a Cleveland, Oklahoma? I, I don't know. know. Let's move on. If only there was an internet shown here <laughs> with the spanking new internet arcade or Killer Instinct arcade game he won in issue sixty six's players poll. Fortunately, my parents live on one side of the house and I live on the other. Fat 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 fat. Who names? Glacius and Fulgore as his favorite. 
characters. Sean only had played Killer Instinct once before winning the contest, but now he's a definite freak. Ow! It gets pretty intense. A couple of hours fly by, and I don't even know it. Oh, so I'm not wearing any pants. Hashtag thug life. <laughs> and I get the last letter from Cliff Campbell of Gratz, Pennsylvania. Is Kirby really made of marshmallow? To which they reply, rumor has it that Kirby is made of a mysterious substance called, <laughs> Kirb- called Kirbyite, which allows them to keep inhaling and exhaling for hours without hyperventilating. So your mom's made from it too? Um... <laughs> So they asked for letters for the summer. They said, uh, where are you taking your Game Boy for summer vacation? To the top of a mountain, to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Send us your wildest vacation photos. So we do. Expect to see some vacation photos. <clears throat> All, right, All right, next set of pages here. So Super C's, would you like to tell us the top five Super Nintendo games? Um, You mean from, from, from the magazine or from... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. From- the list on page eight. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is why I was trying to get my son. You're all good. You're all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I see page eight. Yep. Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh, for the first, first top red ones. Uh, yeah. How do you what? start? You start. You start from the bottom up. You can do five, five to one. Or read one to five. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> Donkey uh, Kong Country, The Legend of Zelda Into the Past, Final Fantasy 3, Super Metroid, Earthworm Jim. Yeah, have you played all? Have you played many of those? Yes, actually, I played um, just about all of them. The only one I did not play was probably King Griffin Jr. and Illusion of Gaia. Did I say? Yeah, that? Illusion of Gaia. <laughs> I played that game. It's pretty neat. Of the top five, what's your favorite? Uh, I'm gonna absolutely say. The Legend, the Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, that one was awesome. Well, yeah, it's probably the best game ever. <laughs> so not, we're, we're, we're in agreement. Kimberly, do you do you have a favorite in that top five? In the top five? Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to have to go with Super Metroid. Though. Super Metroid. Nice. All right. I'm a All right. Nice. Fan. Super Metroid was a dynamite game to me. Awesome. <laughs> That's going to be my pick. Good, good job. Good job. All right. And then let's see the Game Boy top five. We have uh, Mike, you want to go through it? Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. Kirby's Dream Land 2, Metroid 2, Return of Samus, Donkey Kong Land, and number one, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. (laughs) Thanks. I don't know why you're doing this like weird, like TV show uh, announcer. Oh, he's trying to. No, you sounded like the uh, that trailers one, honest trailers voice. In a world where Donkey Kong was not number one. Oh. Welcome, welcome to Movie Phone. Well, why don't you just tell me what the movie is? Why don't you just tell me what you wanted? <laughs> You've selected Agent Zero. <laughs> All right, let's what? see. Yeah. Their top three movie-based games. Lion oh, King on geez. Game Boy. Fuck them. Jurassic Park 2 on Game Boy and Lion King on Super NES. Lion King on Super NES actually is pretty decent. So. How is Disney's Aladdin all the way at number nine? Mm. Come on. That is one of the better ones. The lobbyists got to them. All Bastards. right. All right, let's move on to our feature game here. Huh? Yep. I only played that for the Genesis, though. No, I've played for Super NES. Oh, you did? That's a good game. 
Great game. Basically, I'm at number nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deserves to be higher. Uh, pretty, pretty, be higher. pretty tough. Yeah. Pretty okay. tough, but yeah. That's All right. right. Let's move on into our featured game here for Game Boy. It's Donkey Kong Land. So it's uh, basically like Donkey Kong Country on the go. I uh, had the benefits of replaying this a little bit, and I actually owned this as a kid. It's... Uh, just like Donkey Kong Country, it's really tight controls, and um, it's got the same kind of visual style, which doesn't look too great in screenshots. It looks very confusing, as a matter the of fact. The graphics, I remember them being great on the Game Boy, though. They look really good in, in uh, full motion, though, when yeah. you're playing. It almost like looks 3D on the, on the Game Boy, <laughs> which is yeah. crazy. I'm going to talk about a little bit. So we are, we already know about uh, Donkey Kong Country. So I'm going to tell you about some of the differences between. Wait, wait, Super C's. Did you play Donkey Kong Land on the Game Boy growing up? No, I didn't. Let me ask him. Kim, did you play Donkey Kong Land? Donkey Kong Land? Yeah. Oh, yes. You did for the Game Boy? Yes. Oh. <laughs> He's finding out stuff about her. All right. What are, you, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Um, I thought it was a good game. I thought it was a good game. I was uh, mm. uh, Donkey Kong uh, Land was something. Wasn't my top game. But I thought mm. it was a decent fun game. Yeah, but it looks great. For, I mean, like, as a Game Boy game goes, it's, like, one of the better-looking ones, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, is, is it still from Rare or no? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Who made this thing? I'll look that up while, we, while you talk, uh, Ben. Did you hear her voice went up when she said, yeah, it's a <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's like, pretty... that's what, that's like, I'm used to that hearing that when girls are like, how was the day? Yeah, I had an okay time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go back to my place? Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, officially, officially, Nintendo released it, so I don't know. Yeah, I, no I, I used to play my friend's Game Boy. I never owned a Game Boy back then. Uh, okay. My friend had one that I played all the time. You got the OP, <laughs> other people's, other people's. <laughs> so oh, I don't know if you guys had this this thing that happened to me once. I mean, did the Game Boy seem bigger? Bigger when you were when you were smaller. Yeah, the the, the original one was like a house brick. I mean, mm-hmm. I but like in your mind, it's like you, you <laughs> big. It's like it just seems. Oh like it, yeah, like yeah. like when you go back to your childhood home and you're like, mm-hmm. holy crap, that thing's so much smaller than what I remember it. Right. That's <laughs> like it's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you see your dad naked when you're a kid. Yeah, that's why. Like, if I ever have a son, I'm like gonna walk out naked when he's like seven, so he thinks he has. So he thinks I have the world's biggest penis. That's like that's my plan. I'm just gonna roll with that. Yeah. Like I, I kind of had the idea that my son was like a little bit too old to be like seeing me naked when, when I'm like urinating, and he goes, "Nice penis, Dad." I'm like, "All right, thank you. That's, that's enough." High five. We're, we're we're in public. Thank you. That's enough. Turn around. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Some guys pay for that kind of compliment. I'm just well, but yeah. All right. So I want to tell you about some of the differences. So it's not the same game in terms of level design. I want to make that pretty clear. It's uh, so it has all different levels. Um, a lot of the similar art is copied over, and there's a very clear definition of like where they reuse similar art and where they didn't. Mm-hmm. So as we're looking through coverage of the uh, different levels, you can kind of tell where like in the jungle, they just kind of reused what was there for Super NES and and uh, you know obviously applied the four color palette to it. 
And there's other levels like uh, the pirate platforming stage that is completely brand new art. And you can tell because it's like barren in terms of art style. <laughs> like they didn't they didn't put the effort to go through and re-render 3D and all that. They just kind of tried to make something that kind of matched a little bit. But uh, it's very high contrast and it's a lot different compared to the levels. So it's kind of striking when you switch between them. So that's one difference. Um, levels end. So normally in Duncan Country, when you, when, you, when you finish a level, you usually just sort of go off the screen into a cave or something like that. There's like a weird portal at the end of every level of this. <laughs> and you jump into like a circular portal thing and get sucked into whatever dimension takes you out of the level. So now you're living on an island of wormholes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sort of like, why is this here? They could have just walked off the stage again, but whatever. Yeah, Kirby, at least Kirby, like he does a little dance and takes off yeah. where he rides a star. Like, mm-hmm. And then, uh, so you can still play as Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong, and you press select to switch between them. But when you first like um, uh, free your buddy out of a barrel when they're trapped, instead of like joining you and like hopping along next to you, they float up into the sky, like they just go up into the sky. <laughs> the, barrel, the barrel was the only thing tethering them to this mortal coil. <laughs> yeah. And then when you want to switch to them, when you press select, your character does a weird like animation where like it, uh, it's, it, it, it gets really small like Ant-Man and then turns into the character and then grows back up to normal size as, as Diddy or whatever. Wow. It's just sort of odd decision, you know, design decisions that they chose to do. Are the like, bosses do, and stuff the same? Like, are, are we fighting the same enemies or is there like a different story here? I don't remember, to be honest, uh, what the story was. And I didn't get that far in the replaying it. Hmm. It's a lot of the same enemies. There's some unique ones, but it's a lot of reused like art. Um, With all these changes, next thing you know, they're not collecting bananas, but plantains. <laughs> Like you can tell which which levels are are completely brand new. So yeah. like the one where they're climbing up the pirate ship is brand new, and the last one, Big Ape City, which is like in our city, obviously that wasn't in Duck Hunt Country. So that's that's brand new, right? Yeah. So I would imagine they had some unique enemies for that. But <coughs> anyway, the, like the, 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 the clam with the tongue is just super off-putting. I'll say that much. <laughs> yeah, this 3D is like early like CGI 3D art. And it's not, it does not age well at all. Uh, um, like, like Roy Moore's dates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So I, I got to talk about this a little bit. So John grew a mustache for some reason. Or like November stash, Movember, right? No, I was shaving the beard that I had and I realized that it was... Like the mustache was funny, so like I stopped the mustache and like didn't shave it off for a day, and I took a photo of it, and put it on Facebook because it was funny. Mm-hmm. And you can continue the story. Yeah, well, you got a bunch of you got a bunch of comments about it. <laughs> yeah, notice you didn't comment on mine. I called it a mustache. <laughs> oh, I get that now. Okay, because Roy, Roy Judge Roy Moore. Anyways, it was a pedophile. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that afternoon I got a big gulp and went to the park down the street and watched, <laughs> oh, watched the kids play. And uh, the police showed up and just, it wasn't cool. <laughs> mm. I can't enjoy watching a park full of kids play. What is this? Ameri- I thought this was America. <laughs> you, can, you can do that in, down in Alabama, apparently. 
<laughs> Did you hear the story? Apparently, like, so he he was trying to get one of the girls to date him, and she said no. So, but she like mentioned what high school she went to. Yeah. So he went and like called the high school, and they called her out of class to like take a phone call. Yeah. She gets to the office and he asks her out like after they've had her walk like out of trigonometry class. She's like, no, I'm I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm in trig class right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you think. Yeah. I'm what, what, am, what am I doing right now? I'm beginning puberty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, never mind then. Click. <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Yeah, she got, got called to like the vice principal's office, right? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, yeah, can you imagine you're like, oh, I'm in, like, I'm in trouble hello, now. Oh, yeah. I'd like, like, I'd like to ask one of the students out. Can you please get him to the office for me? All right, Mister like middle aged man. Nothing wrong here. <laughs> well, one, one, okay, Cupid didn't exist back then, and even if it did exist in the form it does today, it still has an 18 year minimum. Ah. <sighs> God, can you imagine? I mean, he was hanging out at, like, the local shopping mall, like, every weekend, all day Friday, all day Saturday, trying to pick up teens. Yeah. He was our age. Can you imagine that? He was, like, yeah, it just doesn't, oh, yeah, but, yeah, it's a media witch hunt out to get him, you know, smear job. Right. Okay. Right, because he's a well-adjusted guy who who does speeches while waving a gun around looking like Yosemite Sam. (laughs) What's the, what's the point living in America if you can't brandish a firearm during a political rally? All right, uh, <laughs> E3 coverage. <laughs> and hold on, let me uh, tie a bow in Donkey Kong Land real quick. So, anyways, yeah, okay. play control is really solid. It's a fun game. If you're really a big big fan of Donkey Kong Country, I do recommend it. It is one of the better like Game Boy games for sure. Oh, for sure. It's amazing um, how good some of those Game Boy games are, especially the original ones. Right. It's almost like Nintendo cared back then. <laughs> oh, they always care. <laughs> About your money. <laughs> <laughs> so we're now at the Electronic Entertainment Exposed. And it's got some hip graffiti <laughs> telling us it's the place to be. And just to show how damn hip and cool these are, we get to see three above middle-aged men getting tattoos at <laughs> at a Nintendo convention. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. That's creepy. I hope they're getting a Virtual Boy logoed tattooed <laughs> in their arm. This like is going to be a big money maker. Like that guy with the Zune tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was I one was... of the video game executives, I think it was Peter Moore. Mm. That guy had like multiple tattoos for every single like launch. Yeah. Like, he had GTA 3, he had, like, an Xbox One, something else. I want that font pack. Like, whatever font they're using that looks like graffiti, I would, like, totally type stuff up in that. (laughs) So how does that work? You get to print it out and then, like, cut into shapes and then spray paint so it's that exact (laughs) font? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I think think this is they just took – had someone write it out and, like, put the pictures of it in but like if that's an actual font that would be awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> we get this, so we get to see these uh, yeah it looks like like uh like the japanese game developer and a uh a a thinner version of dave thomas founder of wendy's <laughs> and and mr rogers Where? and mr rogers dorky <laughs> he's talking brother. about the guy in the back right these businessmen that are getting tattoos so they're saying like dave <laughs> rob dave dave thomas, dave thomas. Founder of wendy's 
<laughs> That's what my sister used to. And, and in the back, we she got Mr. Rogers. And she's like, long pippies, long pippies. And we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And we realized that. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then we got Mr. Rogers in the back, so. You know, what, right. what type of gaming convention has a tattoo parlor? The good ones. Damn right. So, Earthbound. This is how it used to be back in the day. <laughs> so, do you, uh, did any of you Chavez's get to play Earthbound? I think they're, I think they got baby issue, Ooh, baby drop. kid difficulties. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got the Batmobile, but not like the cool Adam West Batmobile oh. or the Tim Burton Batmobile. No, in the back we can see Chris O'Donnell as Robin. So yeah, it was man. Yeah, pretty much that. <laughs> and so Let's see, we have some Killer Instinct coverage. We have Doom is going to be oh coming to. God. The- I want that Killer Instinct leather jacket so bad. All right, it's awesome. Unfortunately, the internet it like it's being, is coming. Unfortunately, <laughs> it looks like it's being worn by Steven Seagal. Mm. <laughs> well, I want one not worn by them, but you know what I mean. Would you pay extra for one that had been worn by Emilio Estevez? <laughs> no. Uh, no, he could pay me to wear it, though. Uh, and then we get a poster for Secret of Evermore, where we get to see a really terrifying dog with red eyes and a Big open jaw, kind of like Pennywise. You know why? What's up? Oh, I will tell you that I was a really big fan of uh, Secret, uh, Secret of Mana, and mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought it was going to be part two. I had nothing to do part two, with part two. No, but it stood out on its own, didn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a weird, role, like the dog pet of different. You go different places, and your dog changes into different. Things. And the, and the <laughs> guy keeps referencing these movies that. That don't exist. Like, oh man, look at this big jungle. It reminds me of like Fernicious Dave and the Floral People. Floral People. Like, he was always quoting these movies. So you get to play a movie geek and an ever-changing dog. Yeah. Is it Secret of Evermore or Led Zeppelin song? I thought it was the show on the CW. <laughs> I had I always thought it was Secret of Man a long time ago. <laughs> And then Big Sky Trooper, which is a LucasArts game, and I got a bit, I got, I enjoyed that game. You end up getting conscripted into this Earth Defense Force, fighting off an alien de- invasion, and then uh, you keep, like you think that you're waging like a, like you're one part of a big campaign against the aliens, and then middle, midway through, they're just like, do you know how many troopers there are? Just you. Yeah, if you the, fight in the, tr- if you fight in the Trump Defense Force, you fight different aliens. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see what those uh, Cards Against Humanity guys did? <laughs> That's awesome. They bought yeah, a board yeah, they're just like, fuck you, you ain't getting uh, the wall. <laughs> my bad. Let's up song was Battle of Evermore. Oh. <sighs> Okay. Uh, that's a load off Ben's shoulders. I had to look it up. I feel better now. All right. Okay. And then what else do we have? Uh, Virtual we got, Boy. We got what? What is that? Pikmin at the bottom? Like, what the heck are these different colored blobs? Something. It looks like a graphical right. test. I don't know. We've got uh, Spider Man going full derp. We've got hey! Virtual Boy. <laughs> it's like oh. Spider Man and the Fawns. They talk about uh, Booger Man. Oh, shit. Are you looking at this camera guy? He is sporting a Woody and a half. 
<laughs> what? He's got like a giant robot penis. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that is not the camera guy. That is the sound guy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a no, boom mic. No, or... that is the stunt car. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound guy. He's he's produced the microphone right from his pants. <laughs> Bring out the stunt penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, All right. It's a malfunction Arconoid game. Hit right there. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> What's, right. what's happening with the ice skating person wearing Christmas lights on I, page 28? They're doing something with mocap mo, mo has to be what's going on. I guess. There's like no context to this photo at the all. The claim set up its motion capture software to demonstrate how quickly it could translate animation data for each of the four top-end video game platforms. So it was like a demonstration of mocap. Oh, Okay. And, and then we have his, uh, we have an interview with Dane Perry, or Dave Perry, Dave Perry. Wow, that that whole getup is amazing. Look at this jacket. Oh my! Yeah, God, it looks like a game show host from Nickelodeon. It's it like a like, spider came on a uh, yeah. chalkboard. I was about to say it was like he went to the Spider-Man Bukaki convention. <laughs> Oh, and then his tie is like someone barfed up a whole bag of Skittles. <laughs> no, it looks like that. It looks like if you crushed up a bunch of Malto meal and dipped it in it. Mm. Uh, and then we get to see Earthworm Jim. And then top five predictions from E3. Number five. Sega will introduce a 64-bit system by bundling eight master systems together and calling the whole thing Titan. You know, considering what they did with the 32X and the 32CD and all that shit, they weren't that far off. Well, Titan was the code name for one of them, so they were uh, probably had some inside information. Be the guess. Uh, I like the. Go ahead. When you said like that, sort of reminds me of the TurboGrafx 16, supposedly. Yeah. Dual dual processor, two two um, 16 something like that. Yeah. Two eight bits, but. Me and my wife had massive arguments over that. She won the, <laughs> argu- she won the argument because it, it still it was over uh, beat up Nintendo, so it was be an eight bit. Well, she won the argument because she's your wife. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and then number four, everyone at Atari will have to take mandatory math lessons. Ooh, ooh sick Ouch. burn, spicy. Number three. Virtual Girl will debut next year with a color option. The cases will be available in yellow, green, or teal. Okay. All gender gender neutral colors. What's by the Virtual way. Girl? Is that like a waifu pillow? <laughs> <laughs> and then number two, Sony will try to trade Cygnosis for a box full of real lemmings. <laughs> and number one. Kevin Bayless, the designer of Bee Orchid at Rare, will invent the world's first anti-gravity device and win the Nobel Prize. <laughs> wow. Because the I, can't believe they put, I can't believe they put that in there. That's crazy. Wow. Last issue we had uh, we had the World Trade Center joke, and then this issue we have... Uh, a nipple joke. Nipple joke. A tit joke. We're Pretty on page good. 29, Super C's, by the way. We're looking at the top right. five predictions from E3. But now we're moving on to the next for, game. For Super Nintendo, we have Judge, Judge Dredd. But not just any Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd based on the movie with Sylvester Stallone, Judge Dredd. 
Yeah. Is also featuring Rob gonna... Schneider as a so, trash can. And Sam Rob Bullock. <laughs> Rob Schneider is a carrot. Was it Rob? Sh- I don't think Santa Bullock was. Was Santa Bullock in Judge Dread? You think of a Demolition Man? I think. Yeah. Uh, Rob Schneider was definitely in it. He's like they recycle food or whatever, and like. Yeah, he's he's, he's absolutely awful. He's absolutely awful, 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 awful in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Diane Lane is the is the love interest in um, the Stallone one. Did you know that uh, Rob Schneider's daughter? Is the one that has that song out that's like uh, X's and O's. Oh, hmm. that's his daughter. It's like it's not her last name's not Schneider. She's like renamed it to something else. But okay, on the, page thirty-four, I get we get a the insert. alphabet song. On page thirty-four, mm-hmm. I can't hear you, Mike. Stop. I love how Mike just like jumps ahead. All right, Mike, carry on. On page thirty-four, we have <laughs> what? Well, they're not even have you started talking about the dark in game. Go ahead, Nothing let him go. Was interesting. Mike, yeah, I fucking love the way you do that. All right, okay. <laughs> God damn it! Meanwhile, back in my own dimension, I'm back on what interests me. I'm just gonna jump ahead because mm. fuck you guys talking about a game. Blah blah <sighs> blah, Mike. Blah blah blah. You're boring. Blah blah blah. What what captures my interest? <laughs> All right, Mike. What what uh, what is so important on page thirty four? It looks like Sam Elliott playing the crow. Oh, it's so, I'm so glad we got there. Oh, next next so to Ben Stiller. So worth it. Oh, mm. uh, it always is. All right. Is All that right. drama from Entourage on the right? <laughs> I'm not even joking. I think that's the same actor. Victory! <laughs> uh, all right. So, so, like, yeah, I have... This movie is not a bad action movie from the nineties, like but it like it like the new like the Carl Urban Judge Red is so much better than this movie that like it kind of puts it to shame. Like compared to other action movies, it's like a solid six, but like because someone else has done a dread dread movie like so much better, like sticking to the source material so much better, like it really kind of puts this this movie to shame. Um the game it's a pretty standard like action platformer shooter. You, you work your way around these. Um, the maps are very helpful to have, by the way, because like actually uh, had this game. Um, yeah. The time where they were doing the black, the blockbuster uh, world championships. Actually, I actually yeah. played this game in the uh, blockbuster world championships. How did you do? Did you get did you uh, get enough points to like carry Actually, on? I did get first place because I played that game and I played Sonic Three. I nice. The games you get to play. Um, so for Super Nintendo, it was two uh, two other games. I think it was uh, Teenage Mutant Tournament Fighters and um, I think NBA Jam or something like that. So how would that work? Would you have like five minutes or so to get as many points as you could in the game, sort of thing, or like how did that? How does it? It give you like, about probably maybe 20, uh, 20 minutes each. You have to play both games to get, okay. get as much points as you possibly can. Okay. Yeah, I actually did really well in. Um, I did better in Sonic Three, but I did okay in um, Judge Dredd. So the trick to this game is like you can either kill the enemies or have them surrender to like the police if they sur- or surrender to you effectively. Something like um, like um it's it's not bad. It's I would say it's better than the movie was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean the movie's not. Yeah, you're right. The movie is like 
it's one of those things like uh, compared to our other average movies, it's okay. Right. But um, the maps would like really help. The game doesn't give you these maps, so like playing with this coverage would really help. Um, and whenever you have the option to have the enemies surrender to you, do it because you get a lot more points and ammo from surrendering uh, enemies than you do from killing them. So that's what I gathered. Um, that's what I gathered from from the uh, the play, from my playtime here. Do you remember how many points you got from uh, uh, what, your sessions? Games? No, from the from the Judge Dread on the championship run. Okay, two combined or just one of them? Was it combined both? Oh, I actually got up to like uh, six hundred thousand. It's six twenty-one, uh, seven I think, seven hundred, something like that. Nice. Well, um, I would say uh, skip the game and the move and the movie and watch the Carl uh, the Carl Urban version of the movie instead. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Not not the Keith movie. Urban version. Keith Urban, that's the country singer, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Good reference. Cool. Sick reference. Sick reference there. Yeah. You always have the best references, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what's the? Is it follow the movie's plot at all? Not really. Okay. Well, also, uh, one thing. When you start playing, like you don't realize that there's a like one of the dynamics of getting through the missions is there's like ropes that go between platforms. So like if you're standing above a rope and hit down, that's often like the only way out of where you think you're stuck from. So take a look for ropes below you that you can like descend to the next platform below. That would be one thing that's pretty critical that you don't just, just it, the game doesn't tell you that it that like that's a thing. <laughs> so what would you what would you how would you grade this game? Um. It's well done. It's like a. It's like three out of five. Like, okay. What the what's there is good, but like it's not like oh my god, you have like you have to play this. Like it's an amazing. Like as far as in the pantheon of movie movie adaptations, it's definitely in the in the top third. But that's just because that that grouping is like really yeah. shitty. So it's not bad for a movie adaptation. Yeah, I like they didn't do anything wrong. It's just like it doesn't stand out as like a game you have to play. Is what I would say. So if you like shooters and it does have like a little bit of a, a twist to it in the, the surrendering enemies instead of the, um, you know, instead of having to kill them, like that's that's a little interesting. But I don't know. OK, so, I don't know what's going on with this coverage. Like it's it like transitions to like like the scan, like all of a sudden it goes to like, yeah, we got I like, think the they fold. misplaced. Yeah. It's the same That's, um, for the Boogerman yeah. poster, but they put the other side in. They goofed. Okay. Yeah, the, whoever put together the uh, scan did this wrong. This is uh, Nosferatu. Yeah, we're not That's been uh, here. Yeah. We're okay. not there yet. So anyways, we're going to move on to uh, the, the centerfold image here, which is Boogerman, a game coming soon from, from uh, Interplay, and its uh, subtitle is A Pick and Flick Adventure. <laughs> and this is uh, interplays the same people that made Earthworm Jim, so it's I think it's intended cool. to try and get more money from whatever audience like Earthworm Jim. Yeah, he looks like a Beagle Boy if he was like like obsessed with snots. 
If Jay Leno's chin melted and uh, was a superhero, this would be him. What's his name? <laughs> Snotty Ragsdale? Like that I think so. His secret identity? Yeah. Oh. Pretty easy to figure out. All these enemies from the side look like they were taken from um, Ralph Bakshi's Wizards movie. He knows about Ralph What? <laughs> Ralph Bakshi, the guy that did the Lord of the Rings cartoon from the 70s. Ralph yeah, Macchio, the Karate Kid. Ralph Macchi. <laughs> yeah, the Karate Kid. Ralph Macchio, Karate Kid. Ralph yes. Cobra Kai. <laughs> well, when you guys said, what was that other one? When you said Ralph Macchio, uh, you're not talking about the one that created the cool world, right? Yeah, Fritz the Cat. Wizard. <laughs> oh, oh my this gosh. Looks like, see, he gets it's it. Somebody gets it. Yeah, that's how a normal person that's describes it. it. That, thank you very much for. Ah. Jesus. I'm done. I'm Look, done. I'm the guy that <laughs> a lot of funny ratio cartoons, too. No, Lovely. It looks like the, how it looks normal like people describe things like. There you go. <laughs> that's how a normal person. Ah. What? Oh my god. Wizards came right. out in the 70s, so what, sort of Lord of the Rings. None of us were alive. Oh, so you're not aware of the Beatles since they broke up before you were born? I'm going to drive to Canada. I'm going to choke you out. It's going to be the best. Like, I don't care. I don't care the police are being killed by a fucking Mountie. But I don't care. I don't fucking care because I will take you out of this world before they get me. And that's that's the... Oh. All right. I got to ask some questions here. Does Boogerman not have uh, elbow pads, and it's just like the elbows are worn through, along with the knees and the big toes on his shoes? I don't know what that is. That's weird. Oh, it's his big toe. But I don't know why it's like to specifically the shape around the elbows and knees. Yeah, it's like there's. It's like his. It's like his suit is worn out in, in specific spots. Well, he spends a lot of time on the floor, and you know what he does in his personal time is no business of yours. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You sure this is not Robin in the future? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Robin let himself go. <laughs> Batman's Robin, dead. Past middle age. Batman's dead. <laughs> All the villains are dead because he found out if you kill them, they don't come back. And so now he's just like completely lost his shit. Robin's biggest enemy is dialysis. <laughs> Grayson, the later years. All right. Oh, well, uh, got, a, got a question real quick. Yeah. You said Interplay, is that, um, by chance, is that affiliated with Sierra? Maybe. Sounds like it might be. We don't know the, the lineages of a lot of these. Kind I have of no idea. I'm two beers deep at this point. <laughs> okay, right, I'll, look, I'll look it up for you, though. I'll figure it out. All right. We have a lot more Judge Dredd coverage here. And then we have a special feature about uh, going under the skin of advanced computer modeling. So this is showing us an x-ray of Orchid from Killer Instinct, who we referenced earlier as having the gravity-defying nipples. Uh, it's not doing an x-ray of said nipples. It's just below that, unfortunately. So it's just showing us uh, interviews with people that do the advanced computer modeling techniques, mostly with Rare. So they're talking to Tim Stamper from Rare, and they got a couple photos of him, and they have people standing next to giant machines, picture standing outside Rare's uh, headquarters in England, and you got some wireframes of Diddy Kong, you got a full rendering of um, 
Thunder. What's that his name? From uh, Killer Instinct, more Diddy Kong. And this is the first time I think we've seen Dixie Kong uh, featured in the power. She's this, one of the stars of Donkey Kong Country 2. So they have so, her there. Interplay made some of the early Fallout games, and Sierra was involved with... Um, hey, King's Quest, right? Yeah, King's Quest, Half-Life. So they're similar, but I don't think that they ended up together. It's just that the artwork looked... I don't know why. Yeah, the, the logos are very similar. You're right. So now we got Spinal looking at uh, Diddy from behind, and he's like, Yerum, I'm going to bone you. And Diddy's like pointing and laughing at uh, Dixie Kong. <laughs> did, did, did Diddy become more punk? In the second game, he's got his hat on backwards now, yeah. and his yeah. shirt's shorter and has a star on it. <laughs> he's, oh my god, he's like a Harry Steven Universe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wasn't that a style back then, having little shirts? <laughs> yes. Showing off his midriff. Early 80s. I feel like there's photos of Mike dressed like that somewhere. He's got one of those like fat guy bellies, though, where like the belly button gapes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not a good look. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. And he's to got, the, he's got the hair sleeves too. It's like there's a space so, between the fur and the skin, which is. You want you want to do one more game and then call let's it. Let's take a break when we get to Epic Center. Uh, okay. Is what I would recommend. Okay. So. This what do we have? Power. So I got this game. Okay. This game's called Power Instinct. Uh, it's another fighter, <laughs> and uh, it is lame. Uh, <laughs> so I want to tell you about a couple of characters I fought. So, so they have some interesting moves in here. So there's a character called Otane, which is a uh, old woman, hmm. and she has a, a a special move which will turn into a hot young chick. Yeah, <clears throat> and then. Um, and then she and oh before that though, she can ha- she has a special move where she like sucks face of the other person. Yeah. She like as an old lady she jumps on the other person's like shoulders or whatever chest and like just you see the lips go out and like suck on the person's face literally. I'm I'm getting there. All right, keep going. <laughs> okay. Next up we have um, there was a white guy wearing leather leggings with fringe war paint and a feather headband that calls himself white buffalo <laughs> if that's not racist as shit i don't know what it is what's <laughs> with annie and her like rainbow attack i don't know it's the only two characters i really got into mm-hmm. uh looking at but um uh, yeah and then the and then in the upper one she's throwing her tramp stamp at the enemy <laughs> Like, I picked yeah. the most normal one. I picked Keith to play as, thinking it'd be easy to control. And, like, him, Reiji, they're just normal fighters. And then they have these weird-ass ones. Uh, like, Thin thin Nen over here apparently can summon a demon yeah. uh, to fight for him. Or he covers himself in bubblegum. Whatever. And then Angela has a clit the size of a penis. <laughs> Her name's, name's Russell. <laughs> She's mid-transition. Um, oh, uh, my God. She's like D. Snyder bulked up. Yeah. <laughs> so they made a ton of these for uh, Super NES. So skip it. 
Super C's, did you play Power Instinct growing up? Do you remember uh, this game at all? I played it for the arcade. Did the, you really? Yeah, because I thought it was a weird um, a samurai showdown look. To me, it looked that way. Mm. Wasn't there a guy, a character that, that comes out from uh, Samurai Shodown, like, like the referee or something, in the background of this game once? Just, I have no idea. We didn't play it. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to bet Ben didn't play that much of it because it looks really shitty. But... I, played like, <laughs> I played like five minutes of this. Are you a, are you a action? Are you Do you like the fighting games? Um, I, I love the fighting games. Yeah. My wife has fighting games. Um, I'm actually a fighting game and beat-em-ups back in the day. And nice. She... So you like memorize the combos and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh God! How did you do? Like I don't understand. Like I just didn't. I never had time for it. It's just like. So would you sit there with a pad and like figure them out, or would you like look for game like magazines that had hints? Like how would you figure out the ways to do these games? Um, I usually basically um most of the time I play the arcades and um mm-hmm. I just I just learn them by playing. I just learned learn the moves by playing. <laughs> you just the making game. these spastic movements and buttons. Yeah, because you have like you must have a better like muscle memory than I do because I don't remember what I've done to like to get whatever like combo. Like my hat's off to you because Yeah, yeah, it comes automatic because I used to be in arcade all the time. I'd go out there with like a jar full of quarters and I would just I would learn yeah. moves as I go pretty much. A jar um, full of quarters? Jar full of- <laughs> That's like, that's like the shitty Clint Eastwood threequel. I'm going to let you guys know a secret. That I, what I used to do. I'm going to... Because she came out with the quarter thing. Yeah. This actually works. Uh, this actually works. What you do is... Um, if you don't have quarters and you're kind of... I'll just say like this. I, I didn't have a lot of money back then. I was kind of poor. Yeah. But what I did was... I I um I got a bunch of nickels and I used a hammer and I crushed them to the size of quarters. Ah! <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Another thing, I don't know if you guys ever went to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. No, the tokens they had at Chuck E. Cheese, right? I went to the House of Mouse a few times. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, the 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 tokens that work in Chuck E. Cheese also work in some arcade machine. Yeah, so I, I've done that a few times. Bought of them, and I discovered well, when I popped one in by mistake one time, thinking it was a quarter, and it yeah. actually worked. They're yeah. close enough that the, a lot of those coin things can't tell the difference. Yeah. You, you ever try tying a string on one of them and trying to get it back? <laughs> um, you know what? I could. I work. I, I worked on. Well, let's just say this: I repaired game machines and all that, and some of them have a. Um, in the um, the mechanisms on those, um, is some mechanisms you can't pull it back because it goes in through like let's say a little like a little gaps like little mechanism gaps down. You can't pull it out. Yeah. But, but it's possible in the older ones, there might have been some kind of just a simple switch where it might work that way. But I don't think it will ever work on the, uh, let's just say, uh, the 80s types arcades. I don't know about the 70s ones. There's, there's an arcade that's near my house. It's, it's a place called Golfland. They have, um, like, mini golf. But they have a whole pen of, like, a whole pen area that's, like, inside the castle when you walk in that's a bunch of, um, like, new, uh, new arcade um, machines and stuff, but they also have like a whole bunch of the older arcade games, like uh, Pac-Man, Galaga, Centipede, like all that stuff. And they've made all the old styles free, so you can like go and play the old ones whenever you want. Like, 
that's cool. Yeah, like my hats off to them. If you like retro games and are in Arizona, go check out Golfland because they have like a bunch of retro, awesome like oh, car, uh, cabinet set up. You can just play as much as you want. So we, we, we could have went there when, when we um when me and her went uh when, when we went to Vegas, we could have I guess we could have went we went by yeah. There. Why yeah. did you why did you, why did you head to Vegas? Uh, for, for marriage. Hmm. <laughs> Did you, get mar- did you get married by Camel Toe Elvis? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you this: like we had, we had a shotgun wedding. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> our parents, just say our parents weren't happy, but we were happy. Well, that's all that matters, as long as you're happy. Important. Yes. <laughs> you're gonna show them with you're, 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 you know what? Like you guys, you guys are, you guys are the right match for each other. I can tell. So. Yeah, as long as as long as someone says I do before the water breaks, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what about right. what, okay? What about four crowns? What about that image on stage? Well, well, at that point, you can skip the vows. <laughs> I can skip the vows. Speed it up. Okay, uh, Mike. I think I I mandated that you get Nosferatu. Yeah, since I'm the horror master here. I want. I want to hear about Nosferatu. It's got excellent music. It's got a, a fantastic cutscene of the hero riding a horse through the countryside, and then getting off and then running through the gate because he's tired of Dracula taking his girl and ravaging the countryside. And we don't get the hero's name, but uh, he's going inside, and this guy is no Simon Belmont. He's got no whip. He's got no crucifix, no holy water. All he brought was his fists. <laughs> oh. Sounds like a really bad like action movie from the eighties. <laughs> and apparently, it's enough because you spend your first level just boxing werewolves into oblivion. <laughs> and I'm like, really? You, you you're gonna punch something in the mouth that can <laughs> that can infect you with a bite? And this seems like a good idea to you, but. No, you got no weapons. All you do is punch things, <laughs> and, uh, and then there's a guy called the zombie. Again, you're punching something that can infect you terribly with a bite, and you're punching him square in the mouth with your unshielded fist. But the controls on this are so fucking bad. You can only punch while running. It's like you you need the momentum to throw your fist out. Wow! I, I, I so you're saying, you'd have, button and so you're saying no. you'd have a you'd have better controls playing with Christopher Reeve's straw? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Old cripple Superman would have a better chance than I would at playing this game, which sucks because the graphics are great. It's like playing like a a, a high level DOS game. Yeah, it looks really cool. And and this guy cutscenes. What you're looking at these inserts? They're full motion cutscenes. Yeah, in a Super Nintendo game, so it's ambitious and great, and uh, mm. but so like you just look at level one uh, after the zombie on the next page, you see a uh, a tiny crevice you have to run up to and slide, but it's not enough to run up to a place and hit the down button or hit a Y button like you would in Mega Man. You have to hit down NY while still running. Oh, nice! So these controls are fucking terrible. They're 
Yeah, the, which, the pre the, the pre rendered stuff looks almost like PlayStation One level. Like this, mm-hmm. like the rendered stuff looks great. Yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely it, beautiful. You just can't fucking play it. It hates uh, you. It's just like, hey, how would you like to run over this pit while pressing these buttons and then punching? Oh, and then what they don't tell you is that there's these bodies that will just fall out of the fucking ceiling and hit you. But, wow, this game you know, really made Mike angry. I love but it. You think like, oh no, I'm just gonna run and swing my fists. But no, every time you swing your fist, it's like all your momentum goes into your fist to throw it forward. Well, you come to a dead fucking halt. So, oh, I want to like this. This game is like having a really gorgeous girlfriend that never shows up on time, never calls you, like barely associates with you in the same room, but still demands like that you be attentive and listen. What? Let's be honest. You would love that. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I would settle for it and hate myself. Yes. And You're going to hate yourself anyway, so why not? You already hate yourself, so why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I'm the girl for you. Oh, so fuck this game. I All wanted right. to like it, but it's too abusive. I, mm-hmm. I I like myself too much to put up with this game. That's Wasn't okay there a... Because I like the abuse. So, <laughs> I guess I just got low self-esteem. Oh, <laughs> Wasn't there a uh, Nostradamus movie? There was the Max Shrek version, 1922. And uh, they've remade that in uh, early 2000s with uh, deleted footage and color filters. So all the scenes have like a nice red tint or a yellow tint or a blue tint. And uh, remastered and music. And you're saying Shrek starred in it? Max Shrek, yes. And it Donkey. is. Donkey. <laughs> yeah, you I would watch that. Shrek hey, fighting. Z- uh, what? Is he talking to us? I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I don't know if I'm sorry about that. I interrupted you guys. You're all good. Don't worry about it. It's I'll only just... Mike on a rant anyway. <laughs> I was just saying because I've never played this game and I'm just looking at it. It looks like it looks a little bit like uh, what was it, the game, um, uh, the Prince of Persia, a little yep. bit. Mm. Yeah, it has that look to it. If Prince or, of Persia hated your guts, yeah, it's like if like Prince of Persia and like Silent Hill had a baby and it had Down syndrome, that would be this game. <laughs> but it's not as but it's not as good as Out of This World, right? No. It's not that, yeah. That game, well, you like that game, really? I loved all of this world. Yeah, how did you figure all that? How did you figure all that stuff out? <laughs> you know what? You, know, I figured it out by dying so many different. I think I died. So <laughs> yeah, I was just okay with dying over and over and dying over again, learning through death. <laughs> it's like so, it's so rewarding when you beat the game. You have that satisfied feel, but then when the um. The Sega CD version of it came out. I was I was actually not disappointed. I was a big fan of the of the game, and um, it just sort of, it sort of looked that way a little bit from what I'm looking here. Just a little bit the way it goes up and you know like and yeah yeah it has that look, but then the actual game itself looks a little more conventional. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd agree with you. Oh yeah, money. so so I guess you wouldn't recommend it. All right, let's go ahead and take a break now for part one. Uh, listeners, please join us in for tune in for part two. We'll pick it back up at the Epic Center on page 51. 
Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. If you'd like to find more about the show, you can go to our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash playingwithpowerpodcast. Or you can try to support the show and set us a few dollars our way to help support us for hosting and whatnot on uh, patreon.com slash playingwithpower. Uh, we also, we're also on Twitter, at getthepower 88 And uh, we always appreciate a nice review, uh, positive or negative, on iTunes. If you search for us there. And uh, Super C's, what do you got? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what's the best ways for people to reach out to you if they want to if they want to see your content and your speed runs and everything oh, like that? Uh, well, mine is a game. Well, well, here we have the Super C channel on YouTube and um, go to Facebook for um, Video Warriors. Okay. And, there, and there's another place we we uh, we, we uh, hang around around. It's called. Um, the Unkillables was based on everybody doing no no dead song. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys have more patience than I do for video games. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. We live, eat, smell, uh, everything. Smell them. You know, smells like burnt plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's smells just, like. <laughs> we have YouTube, we have a YouTube uh, for Super C's where you can see all of the. Uh, Super runs, um, and just go to YouTube, just type in Super Season, and you will see our links pop up. All right, we will put up a link to that for sure as well. Yeah. So send the uh, link to send the link to Mike, and we'll make sure we put a link up to your uh, yeah. to your content. When the episode posts, we'll add it on there. Yeah, uh, we have uh, we also have personal um, our our mine is Retro Star, which I have I, uh, my other channel, which I do single player runs, and I also do uh, co-op runs there too. No, and it's Retro Star here. If you type in Retro Star, it'll come up. And awesome. his uh, Game Sensei. Game Sensei. Nice. That's an awesome title. Oh, like thank you. Not, not that Retro Star isn't good too, but <laughs> I, I really like games, Game Sensei. <laughs> yeah, Game Sensei. Let me see you guys can see it. says Game Sensei. Do you see that? And yep. Retro. You got to put it. Three. A three on it? You sure you have to put it in the right way. We'll 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 link to all of them because it you know Yes, no no problem. Mike, uh what do you got going on? Well, we if you like hearing me not getting interrupted by Americans, then we've got the (laughs) graveyard shift. You say that why the hold on why the fuck would anybody want that? You you say (laughs) that, but then you invited me to be on your show. For the uh, one of the Christmas, yeah, episodes. I'm spending that entire episode interrupting you just for saying that, just so you know. So you <laughs> must like the abuse, sir, because you invited us both onto your show. Not so. together, though. You're more manageable separate. <laughs> I see. All right, I, I take your concept and I reject that. I'm gonna make I'm gonna be more difficult than ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mike, continue. Okay, so I do a podcast with a guest on this show, Sheldon Brown. We talk about horror games. We talk about our likes, dislikes, production notes, trivia, a little comedy skit. We try to make it pretty funny. I thought it was horror movies, not horror games. What did I say? Oh, I've been reviewing whores. (laughs) I'm not. Oh, I Destiny, you get a three out of ten. Terrible low job. Horror form. You need to cut the balls next time. I've been reviewing horrors in preparation. I'm so wrong. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike.
And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. this hilarious um, dub of the old Batman cartoon and okay. it shows the Scarecrow running down an alleyway mm-hmm. and all you hear is Batman behind him going like and then when he finally corners the Scarecrow he's like you're going to jail Scarecrow yeah and you know who's going to visit me in jail my parents Oh, oh, oh. And then Batman walks out of the alleyway crying, and Robin's like, What happened? Did he hurt you? More than you'd ever know. Oh, terrible.